how do you think of those who obey the letter of the law? Often we think of uh, the, the fat cat who exploits every tax loophole imaginable. Or we think of the, uh, the hospital which gets uh, pedantic about box ticking and then lets that get in the way of patient care. Or we think of the sportsman who can't technically be brought to book but everyone knows it's just not cricket. In all these cases, we'd say that they obeyed the letter of the law, but not the spirit. And we all wish that they would obey the spirit of the law instead. Is that what New Covenant Christianity is all about? Is it about not sweating the small stuff, forgetting the minutiae of the old laws, and instead just kind of going with the, 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 the vibe of the new law? Um, how should we live our lives as New Covenant Christians? Well, you see, the Apostle Paul coins the phrase, not the letter, but the spirit. But he doesn't mean by it what we mean by that phrase today. Paul is definitely pointing us away from the letter of the law, but what he is pointing us towards is something much more profound than the spirit of the law. Let's look at, at 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, and we'll hear Paul address this question. Paul says, God has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Here is the comparison between the letter and the Spirit. Uh, there are two ways to approach life according to the letter or according to the spirit. The letter sets out the expectations of the law. And God's law is glorious. It is the good life, but we are not good. <clears throat> Therefore, the effect of the letter of the law on us is death. The letter of the law does not merely step on our toes or cramp our style. It doesn't merely inconvenience us. It doesn't only wound us or weigh us down. The law kills us. According to verse 7 here, uh, the Old Testament brought death. The letter of the law is not a challenge, it is a killer. It slays us by uncovering our sin and judging us. That is its purpose. Therefore, what is our hope? Well, our hope can't come from ourselves, and it can't come from the law either. It's interesting that Paul does not contrast the letter of the law with the spirit of the law. He doesn't say, yeah, yeah, don't get too hung up on the details. Just kind of go with the flow of the law and you'll be fine. No, 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 you won't be fine if you just go with the flow of the law. That will still condemn you. No, Paul contrasts the letter of the law with the spirit of the Lord, of Christ. That's the vital difference. When Paul urges us to go for the spirit and not the letter, he's not saying, don't get hung up on the details. Just, just go with the flow, okay? No, if we're going to receive life from God, we need to look away from the law to another source of life. The spirit we are to receive is, is the spirit of Christ. He is the one who fulfills the law on our behalf. And he brings life where the letter brought death. If you want deep and abiding change in the Christian life, don't gaze at yourself. Don't gaze at the law. Don't even gaze at the spirit of the law. Gaze at the one the Spirit spotlights. Gaze at the end of the law. Gaze at Christ. As 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 puts it, We who with unveiled faces all contemplate the Lord's glory, we are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes, from the, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 
Real change doesn't come from the law. It doesn't come from the letter of the law. It doesn't even come from the spirit of the law. Real change comes from the spirit of the Lord as he points us to Christ. Christ.